space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Bait. With Joshua as Lieutenant Canton, Kevin, Lieutenant Commander Kelvick, and Tracy as Captain Vigrel. This episode we find out what happens when Canton joins the nothingness and what Vigrel must do to save the ship. I am, and you know, if you want to give me a fate point, that's fine. If you want us to roll opposed to skill checks, that's fine too. But I'm going to look up or over however the positioning is at Ralphie. And now that I know this, I'm going to say, you know, Ralphie, there's something you probably have begun to understand, but I want to make sure you know with absolute certainty about the senior staff of the ship that you're serving on. She's working, not typing really, but long-form typing of the track where it's like, what, what are you talking about? I'm going to try and catch her eyes and just lean you know, close and tell her, we're all, all of us that were members of Team Coconut, absolutely nuts. And then I want to drop down in the darkness. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a fate point for that. Okay. Um, I think you deserve one for that. Yes. Geronimo! <laughs> uh, okay, so I don't want to know if we're going to deal with what happens at that point. Do you point tell right anything there. dramatic as you uh, jump? No, that's, we're all nuts. We're not, you don't say it like that. Your delivery was way better than what I just did. So. <laughs> and now I'm not going to yell anything else out. I'm just going to disappear into darkness. Just quietly jump into the hole. Yeah, she looks fall. down. I just, I, I just want to fall. She looks down and she points and light it. She's like, what? Like, surprise. You go down to the darkness. She points a flashlight down there. She doesn't see you. She doesn't hear you. Nothing. See, I I was going to suggest that you drop a light down there. (laughs) Uh, She's going to write a captain. Uh, She's not going to put captain because it's a long form. Yeah. It's going to be a minute before she responds. (laughs) <laughs> Canton hmm, lost in the darkness orders question mark I'm gonna reply uh, maintain position I'm on my way okay so you're gonna by this point, you can you don't have to open any doors to get from where you are to where she is. Right. It just takes a bit to get there. Um, one thing is I'm leaving the shuttlecraft. I assume I've already done an inventory of things in the shuttlecraft. So yes, anything useful like another tricorder, pad, etc. that are working. There's I'm another pad in there you can get so you guys can communicate better in the future. You guys meet. She's going to bring you over. Uh, show you down the shaft at 47 and be like, we went over to the first one. We put down a light. It ab- it got absorbed into nothing. I came over here. I was leaving you a message. He told me that he, he gave me a message 
and then he jumped down. Hmm. I well, I guess I have to tell you, sir. He he told me that you're all nuts, and then I don't know what that means. Sorry, sir. Well, clearly he is. <laughs> I he. <laughs> He seemed to be acting fine until that moment, and then he said something about coconuts and you're all nuts, or all the senior staff is coconuts. <laughs> She's not purposely getting any of that wrong. <laughs> it was a little bit fresh. She cannot, quote, she cannot quote me for the life of her. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped down. I can't – I don't know, sir. I, I have some ideas, but I don't think we can get to engineering. I don't know if you noticed, but – from at least where we were in the battle bridge to here, it's progressively gotten worse. It's gotten colder. It's gotten darker to the fact that there's nothingness. I have noticed that, and I've also noticed this nothingness spreads. I, fa- I found a operational shuttlecraft. I tried to transport a tricorder. It beamed the shell off the tricorder, and in the space where the the innards of the tricorder there was nothingness there and what do you think what do you think that means sir Vigro, give me a scholarship check get something good that's not good <laughs> i'm going to cap son of a tellerite captain because i've seen a lot of things you have yes you've heard stories and to re-roll please do yes seriously oh Okay, I'm going to tap. Yeah, do something good. I'm going to have a roll for her, too. Oh, she's got a five. I'm going to tap Team Coconut because <laughs> I'm worried about my comrade. Yeah. And for a plus two? For a plus two. So you're at a four. She's got a five. So what we've got right now, sir, is anyone who... <sighs> We haven't found anybody else yet, but anyone who wasn't touching something whenever this thing happened wasn't frozen. It's worse towards the back of the ship than it is the front of the ship. Mm -hmm. And if you take things and you try to move them, they, uh, they, you can remove the first layer, but the inside is, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a treat. It's like a frozen treat where the things on the outside heat up more than the things on the inside. Right. And so when you put that thing, like when you take the ice cream thing in the middle and you put it on something, it makes it cold. It doesn't make it cold. It actually, you know, absorbs heat from the things it touches, which is actually just absorbing energy. Wait. And so what are the things that are working actually have surplus energy? They weren't affected by whatever happened or, well, the thing that has the most energy on the ship is the warp core, and it's apparently frozen. Like, because all all heat is is just energy, either active or not active. Like, heat is active energy, right? And you said that if you're like if we're censoring things, we're not getting stuff back because they're not being active. It's a lack of energy. Well, more what I was wondering is what if it's not everything else moving slowly? What if it's us moving very fast? How could we counteract that? 
see, I'm thinking just like your cold idea, the cold is taking away energy where there's more. So if, it, if we're moving too fast, it's because we're somehow, I guess, super powered, hyper powered. And if you remove some of that energy, we slow down to where everything else is. Right. Is that what happened to Canton? He removed energy. That's a good question because we have no way of. Hmm. If you have a working shuttlecraft, I what, would. What? Oh, go, go ahead. I'm sorry, Captain. I didn't mean to speak our line. I'm, maybe if we just get outside of the ship and find out, maybe we can get to engineering from the other side of the ship. It's worth a try. Okay, so you guys can make it back to the ship. Mm-hmm. Okay, she, she'll let you fly. That's you're you're obviously the pilot, right? Um, give me a note. Yeah, give me a notice check. Ah, poor. I'm gonna re-roll with um, always <laughs> on guard. I'm down to one. Okay, one you're down to one. <laughs> wow, okay. for average. Um, this is obvious, though. You notice um, when you get back that the man that was at the di- that was at the counter, like not the counter, but the diagnostic table. Yeah, he's now worked himself halfway around it, like he's moving towards the shuttle bay. And yeah, like she she says, we're gonna have to get the doors open somehow. And I have an idea. You're probably not going to like it. Uh, okay. We could blast our way out. It's not the greatest idea. I would at least want to remove this sure man. I'll remove this man and yes. All right. So you guys, um, you can grab him. Uh huh. And he's not like holding on to anything. It takes you like some force to pick him up. And actually, I have to keep track of that. And it's one of the enlisted, like a petty officer. And you can put him inside. I would say, uh, sir, we can put him inside and then close the door behind us. I don't know if the force field's going to work If when we open the door. I agree. So you guys get him inside, but he's still like, it's still that completely still. But you guys, okay. you guys kind of laid him down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't like tip him over to see if he breaks like the T-1000 frozen. No. That would be funny. I was hoping Canton wouldn't do that. You wouldn't let me move the Vulcan. <laughs> hey, you tried, but he was actually attached to it. And there, there will be stuff from that, too. Okay. Yes. So we moved him to safety. We in the shuttlecraft. So lock weapons on the door. We can, and fire. Huh? We can uh, yeah, I guess cut our way out. Yeah. Okay. Give me a piloting check. The weapons you can do. The reaction from the loss of pressure will be a problem. Ah. You want to uh, – let me see what it does randomly. It's going to be a fair attack. Beat a two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that means I can at least put like – you cut through it and the loss of pressure kind of pulls the ship a little too close. And you, we can have the aspect of singed on it, but no actual damage to the ship. Okay. You cut through it, and it takes a little bit longer than usual. But it does, and that door's 
it's not going to work again. But under the circumstances, I guess you don't have much choice. So you guys make go to the shuttle. You go outside and you turn around, and what you see is space. That's the first thing you see. So you see stars. You see stars. You see the nebula. Um, and with the sensors going, that you well, first we get to the ship. The front of the ship is looks normal, mm-hmm. and then as you get closer to the back of the ship, it gets more gray and then dark gray and then near black and then just black and then like onyx and then you don't really see anything once you get back towards the engineering section and then about the back tips of the nacelles you start to see like a dark gray of the ship again Hmm. and off into the distance you notice that there is a and with the sensors of the ship, uh, some like a comet or asteroid or something, probably about a quarter the size of the ship, with half of it looks like it's not there, while the other half looks like a normal asteroid. Now, can we fly all around the ship? Yes. And it's just where the ship in certain places is just blackness. Just blackness. And you try to scan it, and it's just absence. You don't get anything back. It seems concentrated around, you know, the back middle of the ship. Does the shuttle have a tractor beam? It does, yes. Nothing major. It's, it can't tow this other ship, but it can at least attach to it. But, but we're in space. If there's no gravity acting on the ship, then... Then what? Couldn't anything be able to move it? It'll, it'll just be over time, yes. it Like, other ships can tow it higher speeds and stuff. This would be more of a slow tug boat. Thing. Yeah, like uh-huh. a really, 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 really slow tug. Are you going to try to tractor beam the nothingness? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, you put put the tractor beams on it, nothing happens. You do mm. not get an active hold. We'll pause here for a second and go to Canton. Really? There's <laughs> nothing. Okay. And then we'll go back to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want you to feel left out. So, but I appreciate that. <laughs> as far as you can see, in every direction is nothing. You don't know that there's nothing. You what jump down. You, tell me? you jump down into the hole, and as right. far as you know, you're still jumping into the hole. Okay, so I don't feel like time has passed. It's just I know I'm jumping. Well, into the you hole. don't know that. You don't know that time's not passing. So it's right, like so experiencing no, non-existence. No, no, nothing. Nothing weird. My thoughts just kind of there where it was when I first entered the nothingness. Yes. You, nothing has passed for you, so you're – technically, nothing has happened for you. Now, what shape is the nothingness uh, for the starship and the uh, asteroid? Is it like spherical in shape, what it's taking out, or is it more of a – You talking about the asteroid or the ship? Well, you said it was taking a part of the asteroid and the ship. I assume – then you could get a vague shape if it had a, any symmetry to it. Uh, the asteroid, it looks like half of it looks like an asteroid, and then you get more where there's it like half asteroid, <laughs> half nothingness, and then nothingness on the other side. Okay, I want to fly over to the asteroid. Okay. Give me an investigation. Give me something good. Figral. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tell me about it. I know. So that's well, actually you have a science officer there with you. She's yeah. gonna she's she's gonna do this real quick. Oh <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, still three, four. You get a free. That's a six. You guys working together? She'll point it out to you. You're a much better pilot. She is. She's a much better scanner. That's what Starfleet does. Specialties. You work together. Yeah. Um, she's gonna point out that the asteroid, it's normal material, but half of it's hard to scan because it has that whole lack of energy pretty much. Right. And and she will pick up that the trajectory of the asteroid is, it's actually what hit the ship. There's little pieces of it floating between the ship and you guys. So I'm going to pilot very carefully to make sure I avoid all of those little pieces. Yeah. They're, they're nothing bad. Okay. They could, they could hit your shields and do nothing. Okay. Um, and th- there's nothing remarkable about the asteroid, the components of it. Except right. it was tainted with nothingness and touched our ship. I, I, I want to fire a low-powered phaser beam at the nothingness part of it. Okay. You do? Oh, man. You guys are making it interesting. <laughs> phaser into nothingness. Nothing happens that you can tell? Uh going to do an investigation five steps she can t- um there's a transfer of energy beyond minimal okay we can't really measure it because we're not getting anything back did the nothingness seem to change anyway did it recede anywhere or on a very minimal level yes but not from where we shot it it's it's almost like the it's not that the nothingness is a thing. It's the lack of a thing. It's the lack of energy. So, so it's... Tow the asteroid out of the nothingness. Though there is... There, like, around it, there's... You know, the nebula, and everything else is normal. It's like half of the asteroid is completely devoid of energy. And shooting with the phaser didn't really give it energy. The phasers have energy, but... On this scale of lack of energy, it's not going to do a lot. But it did something. Oh, I wish I was there. <laughs> Give me another scholarship check, Vigrel. Okay. I'm trying not to... Ooh, wait, she's doing good. Nice. What information can I tell you? What you know so far. Uh, the asteroid appeared to have struck the back of the ship and you can postulate that you could not detect the asteroid because it was completely devoid of energy so much that no sensors would have picked it up. Maybe they would have picked up the absence of things, but they weren't really looking for that. Maybe it transferred. Actually, no, since it was so devoid of energy, it absorbed energy from your ship when it hit. And that's the part of the asteroid you can see. Uh-huh. And then so that's why the the back part of the ship is the most affected because that's where the asteroid hit. It absorbed a large amount of energy from your ship. Anything that it was touching. Now the question is how do I get energy back to the ship? Or what can I run the ship into? That it would do the same thing. <laughs> the yes. Now, 
Canton, do you want, or I guess Joshua, not Canton. Yeah. Uh, Canton is currently in fine. Is there anything you wanted to add? That I wanted to add? Yes. Besides look around you? Well, yeah, look around you. You see Nebula. And before, like, you didn't, it was a very lonely Nebula. But this asteroid is here now, which it was here before. Nebula, asteroid, ship. Mm-hmm. What else? Oh, anything I want to add to the scene? No, no, I was just wondering if you as the player wanted to add anything. Uh, w- would that be considered table talk or? Well, yeah, why not? We're okay with that? Well, I mean, we, you're, you're Canton's out of the scene, so you're right. not adding anything that Canton has. Okay. So energy has been taken away from the ship and transferred to the asteroid. And there's also a nebula out there. So you got two possibilities. I mean, clearly I think what you figured out at this point is you need to put energy back into the ship. Right. So you got two possibilities. And that won't be very hard to do. Because the ship... It wouldn't be. Because the ship is... It's it's the fact that it's so devoid of energy that it will easily accept energy. I mean, it's probably even absorbing energy from the ship that wasn't affected, which is probably why it's changing color before it disappears completely. But um, you've got a couple sources of energy. uh, Since he already established that the phasers weren't going to be effective, there's an entire nebula there. Yeah, I was thinking about that. And there's also, yes. there's also the asteroid, which may be trickier, but we know it has exactly enough energy to bring the ship to normal because all the energy it has, it stole from the ship. So See, I, are... I was thinking about both of those things, yeah. Good, good. Uh, I imagine the asteroid is going to be trickier to figure out, but you know it has exact amount you need. Uh, whereas the nebula is probably going to be easier to absorb or transfer power from and to the ship. Is there any other things around besides the asteroid and the nebula and the ship? The shuttlecraft and the ship. The problem, I would say, you guys, well, Beagle and her rolled high enough. You could use the nebula for energy, of course. The problem is it's so dispersed right. that. If you move around a lot. You'd have to move around a lot, and it would absorb energy so slow that it may have negative effects on biologicals. That's what she would say. Okay. It's possible. It's if if you could concentrate it somehow. Um, there is also uh, we have a warp core in here. It's a lot of energy. I don't know if it's enough. It's a possibility. Wow. Uh, but Detonating the shuttle's warp core directly behind... Wow, that's... We also have the problem of any action that we took while on the ship. Let's say we used the asteroid and we calculated and used the exact amount of energy through momentum and mass to transfer the energy back. That's going to be added very quickly, and any energy that we put on objects on the ship are now going to have an excess of energy. That ener- energy to mass, yeah, energy to mass conversions are usually very explosive. 
And if there's someone else on the ship that is in our current state and they are subjected to that great influx of energy, they – not good stuff. But if they're like in the same – if they're in the same place they were when it happened, nothing if we get the calculations right. It's okay. I was tugging on the fake leg for the Vulcan, so if it blows up, we'll just build it in the middle. <laughs> well, I, I was also wondering, so what state did this, does this put Lieutenant Canton in? Well, if he – if we're staying with our current theory, he jumped down and energy was removed from him. Okay. I, I, or was it? I, I suspect that detonating the warp core wait, 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 would be way too much energy. Can you not just do a power transfer? It won't. It won't give enough energy for that that's short enough. amount of time. Yeah, that's the problem. We, so you really are going to have to detonate the warp core. It's either detonate it, or hit it with an asteroid, or find some way to collect energy from the a lot of energy fast. So if it blows up but isn't quite enough. You could probably get the rest of it from the nebula. The The problem is... I'd be worried about it being far too much. If it's far too much or... If, if it's too much or too little, then you'll bring back... Biologicals would have a problem. Some of them would come back fully energized while others would not. It has to be a one-shot energy... I'm we need to do this similar to how it happened. I and kind of agree, Captain. I am thinking running the, ast- the part of the asteroid we can see into the back of the ship is going to be the best way to do that. I agree. It's very massive. It would take some calculations. It might, it might be prudent to – I wonder if it would be possible to cut away the void part it's a very like like it's like this like what is it the quarter of the size of your ship? Yeah. So it's kind it's fifty meters. Di- is it radius or diameter? I can't remember. Either way, it's that would big. take a long time. Yeah. It's possible like that. If we get the calculations right, it's possible. We can we can. I think that sounds like our best route. I mean, there's no way to govern the size of a warp core detonation. And well, it, actually, yeah. if we, actually, if we vented some of the antimatter ahead of time... If you vent antimatter, it's going to explode everything. Man, it's Star Trek. The episode's <laughs> almost over. You know whatever you do is going to end up being the right choice and we're all going to be saved. <laughs> actually, you don't know if, that. If, if yeah, we probably. vent... If we vent a precise amount of antimatter and then detonate the antimatter around the ship, around the after the ship. Well, if you vent it, it automatically – well, it have to be in the space. There's particles. Yeah. Um, what if – where'd my technobabble generator go? Then you're going to lose the energy as it interacts with debris and just random light energy in space. I think we can do the asteroid thing, both for yeah. exciting story things and also, <laughs> yeah, things people may die. No, no, it'd be good. 
And also, it is the end of it because it is. What we need to factor in is, well, actually, that's too minuscule. I hope you guys did not exert too much energy while you were on the ship. I don't think we did. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, any amount of energy exerted on Mr. Kelvec would be mostly have been on his prosthetic leg. It wasn't. <laughs> it was a good push too. That was a lot of force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think we should be able to do our calculations. If we were judge if we judge by the approximate course of the ship and the location of the asteroid compared to the ship now, that should give us. Um, an approximate velocity in which the asteroid would hit the ship initially. Yeah, we can get a good measurement, velocity, vector, force. And so if we try to match those things... Okay, yes. Luckily, time is on our side. So we're going to have the cutscenes of you guys mathing it up. Where's <laughs> uh, the Vulcan you need, you need one? Yes, her... Um, well, actually, we'll give some boost on these. Just yeah, I mean, well, well, since since math, actually, since time is on your side, we'll each give you a boost for you know one for calculations, mm-hmm. and one for piloting. Since you know you've worked out the calculations, that's one boost. You know what it is, and you know the piloting. You know exactly what you're going to do. It's going to take some time. I mean, to get it back to where you hit the same one, you have to use a tractor beam. Well, tell me how you would. How you would do it? How would you make this asteroid hit the ship again and not blow it up? Okay. Well, don't first of, all, <laughs> first of all, it's going to need to hit the ship. We, we've got to make sure we hit the right part of the ship. So we've got to hit the back part of the ship where the inner where the energy losses. Mm-hmm. Also, we need the visible part of the asteroid to hit that part because if it's the other side, then that presume they would just bounce off of each other and there'd be no exchange. Yeah. And so what I'm going to do is, first of all, position the visible part, basically pointing toward the part of the ship I want to hit, which I, I would say would be back near the deflector array. Yes. Because that seems to be kind of ground zero. And then going to use the tractor beam to pull it with the shuttlecraft, basically guiding the um, shuttlecraft toward that the point we want to hit um when we meet reach the proper velocity we're going to disengage the tractor beam move pilot the shuttle out of the way and the momentum of the asteroid will carry it into its destination into its target so that gives you the great the right trajectory yes velocity would probably from what you guys know you'd Probably needed to go faster than the trans than the tractor beam can get it. Any ideas from Vigril or Joshua? Ah, see, actually, I, I think there is a way to do that. We might have to actually push it back further, get a longer run, because basically, what's going to put the strain on the tractor beam is not it is acceleration, not velocity. Yeah, it's yeah. And, you can infinitely so, push it up. In, in the amount of space that we have, we can't accelerate it fast enough to reach the velocity we need. 
However, if we move it further away, then we should be able to obtain that velocity. Okay. It'll take it'll take a little bit, but time is on your side. Cool. So you're going to We will also have to adjust our calculations for Is the ship moving? It's slightly rotating, which is annoying. <laughs> so yeah. What you so... guys can do what you guys can do, you've cal- you can calculate it out. It'll rotate back around in a couple hours. You can have the asteroid in place before then, but to move the asteroid, you know, up in the what is it, the Z stack, whatever? Yeah. To then hit it would just be too much energy. So you're gonna wait for it to rotate back around again, and before it does, you'll start the pull and bring it in. So yeah, it's it's more about the ship's rotation than the distance you figure right. out. Because you guys got time and you're sciencing the hell out of it. <laughs> so it's gonna take we'll do multiple checks. Yeah, that'll be fun. How many fate points do you have left? One. <laughs> Oh, and Joshua has one, but he's he's not there. Yeah, I'm saving it for in case you try and kill somebody. <laughs> no, I won't unless it's really bad. Okay, this is. Uh, I kind of want to say epic or legendary, but that seems wrong. But I mean, it has to be really good. Well, you could do it as a um, you know skill challenge. Have so many rounds to get so so high and then you kind of set the difficulty for each yourself what about since you know you have to before the ship is actually in position for you to start you have to start and no matter what happens i mean you have to keep going you just hope that the tractor beam and the piloting works right yeah so you have to start no matter what it'd be kind of like a race yeah, well, well, yeah. Once it's moving, there's no turning back. Yeah, you kind of got stopping it. You've got to hope. I would say it's a legendary feat, but maybe two skill checks to get up to legendary. One to get it started. Once it's moving, you you readjust for the ship's rotation, and then also readjust for minute calculations. One last piloting check, and then you just pull the uh, the Galileo ship away. And let it hit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So we've got two boosts on the scene with calculations and piloting mm-hmm. for you to add up to get a legendary check. Does that sound good to you guys? Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. So, yeah, the calculations are done. The uh, lieutenant, why do I always forget her name? I always want to call her Jody. Oh, Ralphie. Ralphie, yeah. You guys are already in position, and it's going to be a few minutes before you have to actually start and do anything else. And she's going to say, uh, sir, there's nothing else I mean, I can do. This is not to put any added pressure, but it's all up to you. But I think you'll – I think it will be great. And no matter what happens, it is, it's, been, uh, it's been an honor. Not that we're in trouble, but you know, the 80-so crew members that we have are in our hands. And Well, and I think – this is their one best chance. and I guess, like Canton said, you're nuts. Sorry, sir. No, no offense taken. <laughs> nice. Let's uh, go ahead. Give me the first tug of piloting check. 
<laughs> okay. So it you start pulling it and it, it takes over a couple minutes, but you start getting the action going and you're this is something that take you know, it's you're kilometers away. You have tons right. of space to get this going. It's going along. It takes, you know, you're getting ten minutes into it and you know, she's just sitting there trying not to bother you at all whatsoever. Uh, you're about halfway there. There's some minute calculations you need to do. Uh, give me another check to get it up to legendary before you have to pull away. Okay. Also a piloting check? Yes, also a piloting check. <laughs> I am clapping son of a Tellerite captain to re-roll that. <laughs> you, you wait, you have you have two free boosts on the scene. That's still not going to be enough. He's got to re-roll. Yeah. So, okay, are you going to use any of these first? You've got the calculations plus your planned piloting flight plan. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on. You're at six? No, you're at five. Got to re-roll again. You're at five. No, you I, need a, I... You need an eight. I could do two plus two boosts. You could. You could use that expert calculations that Ralphie made, plus the fact that you know you're a you spend your last fate point. Well, well, because if I re-roll and it I get worse. worse, we're dead. <laughs> well, you you're not dead. Something. Well, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna use the calculation boost and tap son of a accelerate captain to add four. Um. So what were you saying, Joshua? Nothing. We'll go ahead and let it work. <laughs> uh, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about rules and legality later. Oh, really? Why? What are you, what are you thinking? No worries. Oh, uh, no. What, is it something I'm missing that prevents him from doing this? It's your system, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's using the calculations plus the fact that... What was the other one for? Oh, son of a Tellerite captain. Oh, I want to know now. What is it, Joshua? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> now, this is a mix between Dresden Files and Fake Core. Right. So, we should be good. What would what would be the reason that it wouldn't work? The max number of you know, bonuses you're allowed to get on a check. Is what? Plus? Could be a uh, plus four. But... Hey, uh, that's all he's getting well, this I'm... time. Well, I'm using a re-roll and a plus and plus four. Right. So. What does the re-roll count as in that formula? As far as I know, you're allowed an unlimited number of re-rolls so long as you can pay for them. So, yeah, as long as you're using different aspects and things. Yeah, the the biggest thing is you're not allowed to use more than one aspect per. Okay. And right, and technically, play aspects, so they're weird. Anyway. So technically, we're still cool. I mean, I can, we can let everybody die, but no, <laughs> no we're good. Okay, well, we can see what happens with a seven. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually, you, this is a legendary stunt that you and Ralphie have just succeeded in doing. Um, you pull away. The ship, you know, the ship rotates just in position as the back of the rock, and like 
any textbook or any simulation you've ever done, if it hits a ship like this, your ship without shields is done. It's It would be destroyed, because the mass of this thing would just slowly crush anything in its path. Right. But you guys hit it in the back. Uh, we'll, we'll cut out as the asteroid hits. You can see, and you're taking sensor readings for this, because this is some really cool science stuff. Uh, you see, basically, it looks like the nothingness gets absorbed, like, gets it retreats from the Talona 2 back into the point of the impact of the asteroid. And as this happens, you can see, like, that blackness. You can't see the blackness, but you, you lose sight of the asteroid as it hits the nothingness. It kind of becomes, so it kind of retreats until you're left with what looks like the normal Talona 2. Uh, inside the ship, Canton, you will jump down, you'll hit the ground, okay. and everything looks normal. I did it! I saved the ship! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode 44 of our continuing Star Trek Fate Adventures. If you'd like to hear other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com. We also have the iTunes, Stitcher, Pod, whatever. You can Google it, Bing it, whatever. You can find them. We'd love to get some feedback from you. Burneverythinggaming at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, our website, whatever it is. We'd love to hear from you. Good things, bad things. Just send it our way. If you'd like to help support us making more content, you can do that at our Patreon. We've got links to that. You can, once again, find it on the internet. You can help decide what adventures we have, what our one-shots are, what other shows we produce. And it pretty much just helps us get better equipment so you can hear us better. And it lets us know that you want to hear more of this. Keep enjoying. We'll pause there. Uh, We'll go onto the bridge. And it will... Everything will kind of, in a very quick motion come back to life the sound comes off up and then out of nowhere the Vulcan will just fly across the room (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I imagined you pushed him on like his on his right side like against his chest and stuff yeah and he just he flies he hits the wall falls down he has no idea what's going on Everyone else is kind of getting up from their uh, uh, their respective positions and wondering what's going on. There's I'm alarm. guessing there's also alarms from hull breach. Yeah, there's a, there's yeah there's a large hull breach. Uh, there's alarms going off. Uh, there was a, a poor petty officer who, for one one second, was doing a diagnostic on a shuttle. All of a sudden, he's laying down in the hallway, and he has he hurts underneath his arms. Like he has no idea why, but he's on his back and he's hurt and no one's there to see it. But there is, uh, not so much explosions. Actually, there are kind of explosions in the ready room. They won't hear them because of the alarms, but whenever someone checks in the future, there's going to be some dents and things in the floor and the wall where somebody threw something. <laughs> Uh, let's see. 
And I think there's, yeah. There was, you'd use the sensors on something. Oh, no. There, uh, there's also, yeah, there's, um, there's also a whole breach in the main shuttle bay. And there is radiation from the wall. The whole shuttle bay area is messed up. There's stuff venting into space. Well, actually, no, it already vented into space. But stuff that's left there has radiation left over from sensor overload, basically. Ah. Um, would a force field wreck over the hole? Yes. But at that point, all the atmosphere is gone. So yeah. it, just, it just kind of – it just – it appears like an hour late. <laughs> Barely behind um, – People that didn't go, like, weren't where you guys went, nothing at all changed for them. They're going about their day. Everything's completely normal. And Canton thinks that he saved the ship. Yep. <laughs> and you, you will be, uh, you will be hailed the shuttle will by uh, Tethelis. And it was, it'll come over the comms and say, uh, Whoa, what, what ship did you take? You have four shuttlecraft. Which, what's the name of this one? What did we call the last one? It was something really cool and I forgot. It was something about a pope. It was Pope um, uh, Rural or Urban? Yeah, it was Pope Urban. Urban, yeah. And I got to compete with that. <laughs> nice. Joshua, good name yes. for a shuttlecraft. Oh, um, something punny, <laughs> or something Tolonatu related. <laughs> yeah, something Tolonatu related. Kemlek. Kemlek. Mm-hmm. What's that for? That was the name of the dragon. Shuttlecraft Moonbucks. <laughs> shuttlecraft <laughs> Moonbucks. Oh, there you go. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Shuttlecraft moon bucks. Okay. <laughs> and it, it pretty much moved a moon to, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay. Shuttlecraft moon bucks. Uh, you'll get a, a message from, from Tethelis. Uh, Shuttlecraft uh, moon bucks. Uh, re- report? This is Captain Vigril just out what? for a joyride. I'll. <laughs> I'll I'll expl- I'll give you a detailed report once we're back on the ship. Weren't you just on the ship, sir? It's a long story. Scene. We'll end it there. <laughs> nice. Very nice. 